Hi, my name is Megan Mead, and I've been a member at Ogletown since 2012. Today I'll be reading Psalm 19, verses 11 through 13. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, in keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Thank you for tuning in to Listening Up. I'm Evan Collier, one of the associate pastors. Listening Up is a kind of family devotions for our church family, and it's another way for us to grow in our understanding of the word together while we are apart. A while back, I heard of a book called The Fine Art of Small Talk. I'm not sure of all the conversation tips in that book, but I bet I know one that is not in there. Here it is. Let's talk about sin. Yeah, that's not the topic everyone's eager to talk about. Sin is a word that we as Christians may use a lot or hear a lot about. It's a word that people who don't consider themselves Christians would maybe make fun of. They may use it with air quotes to kind of notate that they don't really believe in it. But for a Christian, it is something that we should talk about, because failure to recognize this enemy is a danger to us. The psalmist says, by your word, your servant is warned. The next two verses tell us what the word can warn of regarding sin. So what is it? One of the oldest and most well-known catechisms says this about sin. Sin is any want of conformity unto or transgression of the law of God. We could put that in more modern words. Sin is any failure to measure up to what God requires or disobedience to his commands. If you are listening carefully to that, you may notice two different ways that we can sin. The one we think of most when we think of sin is disobeying what God says. In other words, we break his rules or we cross a line that he has drawn. Or we just plain disobey. That's sin for sure. But there's another way to sin, and that is failing to measure up to something that God requires. We can think of it this way. God says, love your neighbor as yourself. I think we'd recognize that it would certainly be sin to hate our neighbor and to even worse, maybe kill them. But it's also sin not to love them as well as we should. That's an example of not measuring up. So both hating your neighbor and failing to love your neighbor as you should are both sin. Well, I don't know about you, but that makes me realize that I probably sin a lot more than I realize. The psalmist was aware of both ways of sinning. He calls one hidden faults and the other willful. One is unintentional. The other is intentional. One he may not even be aware of. The other he may be aware of, but does it anyway. Both are dangerous. Let's talk about the first type, the hidden faults. The psalmist asks, who can discern his errors? Another way of saying that is, how can I know all the sins that are lurking in my heart? Which is a really good question. I know that I'm not aware of all the sin that is lurking in my heart. Now, when I'm at my most sensitive, I want to know. I may even ask God to search my heart. But most of the time, I'm unaware of how much I am sinning. The psalmist has the confidence to ask God to forgive him of these and to declare him innocent of them. Wow, I think it's implied that if he was aware of them, he would repent of them. But in the meantime, he asks God to forgive him for things that he's ignorant of. He's confident of God's mercy and grace. This reminds me of 1 John 1, 9 that says, If we confess our sins, he forgives our sins. And here's the amazing part. He cleanses us from all unrighteousness, which would include the hidden sins that we aren't even aware of yet. The psalmist speaks of another way of sinning besides the hidden sin, 
The other way is willful sin. This is sinning on purpose. Willful sins are particularly damaging to us and to others. In the book of Numbers, this was called sinning with a high hand, which was sinning in an open and defiant way. In that time, it carried harsher penalties. If you've watched sports, you've probably heard of a flagrant foul. It has to do with unnecessary and excessive contact that could possibly hurt the other person. If that flagrant foul is ruled as intentional, it carries a penalty of ejection and a monetary fine and maybe even suspension. It is a worse kind of foul than the standard unintentional foul. The danger of these type of willful sins is that they will tend to rule over you and control you. The psalmist asks that God will keep him back from this type of sin. Just like he realized that he was limited in his ability to spot hidden sins, he realizes that he is limited in his ability to avoid willful ones. This is a wise man. He asks for God's help for what he realizes he is too weak to do. That is why he asks God to not let them have rule over me. Being aware of the different ways that sin can be present in my life will make me wise. Isn't God kind to give us a book that can make us wise and make us better at spotting and handling sin? Let's hear what the psalm says again. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Thanks again for tuning in to Listening Up. For a nice summary of the various ways that you can keep up with the life of our church, please go to ogletown.org slash what we are doing. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.